Today we are celebrating the feast of the Annunciation of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Blessed Virgin Mary, which means we're about nine months from Christmas. And yet it's not Black Friday we're preparing for, it's Good Friday. You know the story. An angel came from God to a town called Nazareth to a woman whose name was Mary. And the angel said, Rejoice, O highly favored one, for God is with you. And Mary believed it to be true. Imagine what you'd have to tune out to believe a truth like that. You'd have to tune out what everyone else says about you. You'd have to tune out what the culture says about you, what your parents expect of you, what your friends and even those who do not particularly like you say about you, what you yourself have to say about your own hopes and dreams and liabilities and limitations. We often tell ourselves that Mary was unusual, that she was somehow more pure or worthy than the rest of us. But the record shows us that God isn't particularly picky about who God chooses. Most of the men in scripture, after all, were scoundrels or worse. What if rather than something special that caused God to choose her, it was God's word to her, telling her that she was worthy, that made her worthy, that God's word about her was the very favor she needed? Her response, after all, to the angel was not that she would do everything in her power to be who God wants her to be, as if God had asked a favor. Her response was, let it be with me according to God's word. In other words, I trust who God says I am. And that's that's what's so amazing about Mary. Whoever she was prior to the angel's appearance, It didn't matter, and we don't know anything. Somehow she trusted that God knew her better than she or anyone else ever could. She trusted that God's word about her was true. When we make the mistake, as we often do, of thinking of her as especially pure or worthy prior to bearing God's life within hers, we distance ourselves from her example, and we distance ourselves from the very depth and potential of our own being. Pure and worthy are not words many of us would use of ourselves. If that's what it takes, I know I I would never be a God-bearer. And yet, isn't that what we're all called to be? Meister Eckhart, in the 13th century, a, a mystic, has written, We are all called to be mothers of God, for God is always waiting to be born. And so here's where we take a page from Mary's prayer book. Let us, O God, become what your word claims us to be. Let us become who you say we are. Your word, O God, and not the word of the report card or the bank statement, not the word of the family or the society or the media. Let it be your word, O God, that defines each of us. Let your favor rest upon us and shape our lives. I don't mean to suggest this is easy. This is not something as simple as 
power of positive thinking, or even remembering that Jesus loves us. This is a daring yes to exactly what we cannot know any more than Mary could have known. This is allowing that God knows us better than we can know ourselves. This is allowing God to take our lives and make of them what God needs, what God needs them to be in our own time. It is a bold affirmation of God's mysterious ways and God's will, even though we cannot see how it may be manifest in our own lives. Could the timing be any more precious than it is now, in this time of uncertainty and chaos? God is always waiting to be born. The life that took shape in Mary is a life that desires to take shape in each of us also, a life that is grounded in prayer and moves about among us, bringing healing and justice, forgiveness and reconciliation, a life of self-sacrifice, self-giving and sacrifice, even in the face of death. The very life of Christ at work in the world today. What shape might that life take in you today if only you dared to trust, as Mary did, that God's favor was already the truest thing about you? If only you said yes. Amen.